Welcome to Echo Sunday Service here in Echo's online studio. It is so good to see a few of your faces here today. And if you are watching at home, we cannot wait to see your face in person when we are in a space that is large enough for us all to regather. Today is going to look just a little bit different. This is a transition in the regathering process, just a baby step forward in the right direction. If you call Echo Home and you are looking to give today, there are two simple ways you can do that. You can head to our website below or you can text any amount to 84321. If you're new to Echo, expect today to last about 40 minutes. Our Echo Band is going to start us off. We'll hear a message from Pastor Andy and then we'll give you a moment of reflection. But before we dive into all that goodness, I want to share some scripture with you. I want to invite God into the room. We fully believe that God can be there with you no matter where you are. Even though Echo is scattered throughout the city right now, we gather and we believe that God is in this space and that he can make a difference in your life. Amen. <laughs> so I'm reading 2 Peter 2.9. It says, you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful light. And man, these past few months, for many of us, have been a season of darkness. So I want to I encourage you today. I want to invite you, step into, physically step into God's light. Stand up in the room. Raise your hands in recognition of the King of Kings. If you can raise your hand in recognition of a friendly face you see on the sidewalk, then you can certainly raise your hands in recognition of Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords, your healer, your provider, your protector, the one who moved heaven and earth to be with you, to give you hope everlasting, to give you peace beyond understanding. Let's pray. Lord, we come to you humbly and wholeheartedly. We come to you a, a bit broken, but fully expectant. God, help us rid of any distraction and bring our full focus to you, to your glory, to your goodness. Help us place you above our circumstance and understand just a sliver of your greatness. God, I pray against any feelings of fear, of doubt, of anxiety. God, we know that you can replace that with hope, that you can replace that with peace, with restoration. You are a good, good Father. Lord, thank you for your glorious presence. In your name we pray. Amen. Sometimes on this journey, get lost in my mistakes looks to me like weaknesses a canvas for your strength my story isn't over my story's just begun fear you won't find me cause that's what my father does fear you won't find me cause that's what my father does Shame at the door 
story isn't good. Failures never find no when the father's in the room. I say, the failures never find no when the father's in the room.
voices. Whoa, whoa.
goodness is running after it's running after me your goodness is running after it's running after me with my life laid down I've surrendered now I give you everything your goodness is running after it's running after me come on sing that your goodness is running after it's running after me your goodness is running after it's running after me acknowledge that you are here. <laughs> we, we admit to your goodness. God, for some of us who struggle with that statement, we lean into you and our prayer is reveal your goodness to us. There's some of, some of us that can scream that at the top of our lungs and yet there are some of us that cannot and for those that can we sing for the ones that can't so today we just say thank you for your goodness as a, a declaration but yet a prophetic movement into people's lives as you show up wherever they're at 
In Jesus' name. And everybody said... What the... Is it good to be in the house today? Yeah. Just checking. Today we just want to uh, welcome those who are watching online. This is kind of a test run <laughs> of, of a hybrid reality of what we used to know and what we might know because we just understand that there are people that are scattered throughout the city and you may not feel comfortable in coming into a space like this, but we want to just to acknowledge that you are just as important for that as those who want to come in and worship. And so can we just welcome those who are watching online today? Say, we see you. We see you. Uh, and for the rest of us, man, it's been like five months. <laughs> Isn't that just insane? It's been like 20 weeks. I mean, we're halfway there in pregnancy, man. Come on. <laughs> this just stinks. But really, just thanks for being test dummies in the room today. Uh, and so uh, you can say you're welcome. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, but I, I just want to ask you this one question. Is it good to gather? And for those that are watching online, I, I know you have your reasons and we respect those, but I do feel just in the bottom of my heart that, that yes, it's, it's good to be like precautionate, to, to, to consider safety. But at the very same point, I, I, or same statement, I want to say this. I believe that the church is not meant to be in 2D, but in 3D. Can I hear an amen? Yeah. And I, I just, I, I got I to gotta ask, man, was that just awesome or what? Can we oh, say, say thanks to the band? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like, like I just received some fuel in the fire to make it through another week. And not just, uh, you know, grazing and just kind of barely making it, but, but thriving and, and moving up and beyond maybe what, what how, how I feel and saying, Lord, lead us in the path. Uh, and so uh, what we're doing today is we are moving into a brand new series called What The? Now, come on, let's be honest. I know, I know for a fact that you have woken up a few times during this little last 20-week season, right? And you were like, what is going on? <laughs> and, you know, for the, for, the, for the Christian, that stands for what the heck. Uh, for the rest of us, uh, <laughs> that just means like what is going on in this world? And I've had a few of those moments, and some of those moments have been uh, while driving in the car. And I'm driving down the road, and, and I look beside me next to a stop-and-go light, uh, which for most of those, those are called um, stoplights in Minnesota. In Wisconsin, that's what we call it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but I remember just, uh, you know, y'all have experienced this. You look next to the person uh, in, you know, the lane beside you, and they're wearing a mask alone in the car. And when I see that, I usually go, what is going on? <laughs> I, you know, again, nothing against masks, but I just kind of like, oh, what is going on exactly? I mean, again, I respect masks. We were wearing them here today. But that's one of those moments that get me kind of rolling. The second thing is I'm, I'm building this big shed in the back of my yard. Uh, it's called the man shed, not the she shed. 
And uh, the Shoals are not welcome back at the studio next week. Uh, but uh, I go, I've been going to Menards, and man, if you want just a, a piece of entertainment, go to the store and see the type of masks that people are wearing, specifically those who are going to Menards. Anyway, I think you get the image. This is just a season that, I, honestly, I believe it's a what-is-going-on type of season. But I also believe that God is the what-is-going-on kind of God. And in this season, when, when everything else is, is unstable, we know that God is stable, that God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And we can see that specifically in Jesus and how he did ministry. For instance, Jesus turning water into wine was a what the type of moment for the person that drank the water but turned into wine. I think of the moment where Jesus walks into uh, a, a mourning home, I mean, it, it, where, where there's death and people are like, my daughter just died. And he sends everybody out of the house and he says, you know what? He kind of like just says, no, you don't really know what's going on. And he ends up walking upstairs and he tells the people, oh, by the way, she's just sleeping. And he raises this little girl to life, which, by the way, I feel like that's what some of us need. Jesus to walk into our spaces and just go ahead and say, you know, I know what the world says, but I know what I'm saying. I'm bringing you back to life right now. It's that what the type of moment that God wants to do in and through us. Amen. And then really it comes down to this idea that I want to take the next three weeks and talk about some of those parables that Jesus speaks and he teaches those stories, those juxtapositions where in an essence, it's Jesus trying to help us understand what his kingdom looks like in comparison to how this world looks into things that we know in our common day uh, reality. And so Jesus' disciples, man, they would listen to Jesus and they would hear his stories and they would go, what is going on? And they wouldn't ask it or they wouldn't understand it. And they would look at Jesus and say, hey, help us understand. And then, and honestly, 2,000 years later, we can read some of those stories and go like, what is going on? And so I just want to take, uh, honestly, the next uh, three hours and talk about the 30, <laughs> 30 stories. I've missed church. I know you have. Uh, and so, no, actually, I just want to go in the next three weeks, just look at three parables specifically talking about the, with the theme of finding. Because I think in the kingdom of God, I don't think I know the kingdom of God, there is just a lot of searching. I think if you look at how we're wired, we are wired to search. We all want to know God. We want to experience the kingdom of heaven here on earth. And it's just going to take us searching. And that means there's got to be some finding in the process. And so, so I, honestly, just in a creative uh, way, uh, I just want you to lean in for the next few weeks. I want to equip you, and I also want to look at some specific stories. And, and just to kind of keep things rolling, I, I want to give you just some practical concepts of how we can get a few things out of parables, kind of cracking the code of parables. Three really practical ways uh, for those that are listening and are taking notes. Number one, if you're going to crack a parable code, number, way you, uh, number one, you've got to look and don't stop until you find. When I was growing up, I would help my dad. Uh, I would help my dad work on the car and I was the tool boy. 
you know, like the water boy, but the tool boy, you know, you get it. And you go, hey, go get me a crescent wrench or go get me uh, a, a Phillips screwdriver. And I'd go into the garage and I'd look at his toolbox and I'd return empty, man. He would always be like, so, you know, I, I get how it feels. Uh, you know, I'd be like, he was so disappointed at times that I couldn't find what he was looking for. But there is a difference between searching and searching to find. Can I hear an amen? Yes. For sure, if you're, you're a, a parent in here, you can say amen and know that you know exactly how that feels. The second thing, if you're going to crack a code to a parable, is you have to invite the Holy Spirit into the searching, yes. into the revealing. And uh, honestly, just uh, embrace the scripture where, where the Holy Spirit says, I am the guide. Jesus says, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and he's going to be your guide. I mean, that's one thing I really, I'm talking about my dad, I appreciate when he taught me how to read my Bible. He said, hey, son, sit down, and when you open up scriptures, do this first. Ask God to lead you. That's what we need to do. If we're going to crack the code, I believe that one of the most important things is this, is community, is inviting other people to be in the searching with us. Because let's be honest, some of the searching, man, we can go and search for whatever we want to look for. But sometimes we've got to mirror it in God's word, obviously. But then also, what, what is everybody else saying that is searching God in the same way? So then we're not out in left field, but we can, we can come in unity to go ahead and welcome the kingdom of God. Which, by the way, did anybody notice I said unity really weird? That was my, that was my really spiritual way to say it, unity. So if you have your Bibles, hey, what, let's open up to, to Matthew chapter 17, or Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. It says this. It's a very short little statement, but we're going to hop and skip around a few uh, different places. It says, go in through the narrow gate, for the gate that leads to destruction is wide, and the road is broad, and many travel it. But it is the narrow gate... And the hard road that leads to life, and only a few find it. And I just want to pause on that word find. This is the theme that we're going to kind of lean. And what I want to do is just take a few moments and, and just kind of jump to scripture to scripture, just to show you that there are some hyperlinks to help us understand this parable in a deeper way. The, the second reference that I want us to, to look at here is and Luke uh, and Luke chapter 13, and again, this is like the searching and finding is in my, in my Bible as well. Uh, but there's a little bit longer of a story that follows along with what Jesus has been saying. And, and, and this is what it says. Uh, Jesus was continuing to travel through the town, village after village, teaching and making a, his way to Jerusalem. And someone asked, he said, uh, someone asked Jesus this, are only a few people being saved? The, the term that we use at Echo is rescued. Are only a few people being rescued? And Jesus answered this, this way. He said, struggle to get in through the narrow door because I'm telling you, many will be demanding to get in and won't be able to. Now, if that doesn't take the air out of the room, if that doesn't kind of put a little shock and awe that, that you know, when we're, we're such a grace-based church and people, uh, there are some scriptures in, in the Bible that kind of just kind of put us back into a median of going, okay, what exactly is Jesus trying to say? And then it says this, once the owner of the house has gotten up and shut the door, you will stand outside, you will knock on the door saying, Lord, open up for us. But he will answer, and this is the scary scripture right here, I don't know you, 
or where you come from, then you will say this, we ate and we drank with you. You taught in our streets and he will tell you, I don't know where you're from. Get away from me, all you workers of wickedness. I think Jesus is trying to tell us that there's a little bit of work on our end to do. I think we can so easily uh, go ahead and embrace this idea of grace, but I also believe that there is to be a grind. Yeah. That, that let's embrace this idea that the invitation is free, but the following of Jesus is hard. Yes. I mean, you know, some of us in this very season, we're like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, Jesus, we signed up. To follow you and when we follow you we're supposed to graze in green grass and things were supposed to be nice and now they aren't and we're going what is going on because I believe that Jesus's invitation is free but the following is where it takes a little bit more work can I hear an amen, amen. now there's some other scriptures that I, I want to focus on just really quickly John 10 7 one of my favorite references in Jesus as he's making a reference to him as himself as the gate Jesus says yes indeed I am the gate in John 10 7 in verse 9 he says this again and when you repeat something that means he really means it he says I am the gate if someone enters through me he will be safe and will go in and out and find pasture now, let me tell you this. I believe uh, that maybe the narrow gate has less to do with the narrowness of the gate, but who's at the gate. When we talk about the narrowness of the road, it's more about who's on the road with us. The invitation is free, but will we follow Jesus? Will we grind? Will we continue to just say, Jesus, we may not have all the answers, but we will follow you Anyway, see, I'm convinced of this. You will not find what you are not looking for. That in the kingdom of God, it just takes us searching. And searching in a way that, that isn't like I did when I was a young little peewee. I, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> But searching as, as like now as a dad going like, if I can't find this, no one's going to find it. I've got to go get it. And that's the passion. I, I think it's this, it's this zealous approach to, with grace next to it. It's saying, I'm going to have this zealous uh, search for truth and grace, and I'm going to lean into the voice of the shepherd, the voice of Jesus. See, my hope in this message is this, is that, that we would be reminded that the invitation is free, but the road with Jesus is hard. Hebrews 13, 12 says this, so too Jesus suffered death outside of the gate. This is the same gate that he invites you to go through, where you can go in and you can go out. And it says this, in order to make the people holy through his blood. And then just after that, it says this, and this is challenging to me. I know it's going to be challenging to, challenging to you. It says, so too, let us go outside with him and share in his disgrace. Let that one sink in just for a moment. 
Jesus calls us in to go out. And sometimes when we go out, it's not as rosy as we've pictured it in the past. But my question to you is, will you search for God? Will you continue to follow him regardless of how easy it is or how hard it might be? See, the reality is this, is God is calling you by your name. That God is the one that's searching for you. We all have, at least who's in the room here, we all have that story where we feel like we found God. The truth is God found us. And when he found us, we became familiar with his voice and he calls us to follow that voice. And today I just acknowledge for, for those that are listening online, some of you, you have this inner desire to know God, but you don't know how. And today we just want to simply invite you into a relationship with God that today we believe is if you surrender and you invite God into your life, that you can begin to hear his voice. And so today we're going to pray this prayer. We're going to invite you to do this with us. This isn't everything. This is only the beginning in the journey and on this narrow road where God wants to continue to guide and lead us. So will you follow along with me or just pray with me? Uh, it's been a while, Echo, right? But you see it every week, so hopefully you, you've got it memorized. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. And everybody said, Amen. And I just want to pray for us today. Can I do that? Jesus, my hope and prayer is, God, that this message is a reminder that you're not finished yet. That, God, you are working in us in the road that we walk today is not meant to be one that's easy, but it's meant to be a road that's worth it. And so Jesus, God, for us that have been scattered throughout the city for way too long and that are gathering in this room, God, I just ask, God, that we would hear your voice today, that your Holy Spirit would come into this space. And for those that are watching on TV, God, that you would invade their homes, God, that they would lay aside distraction and that you would begin to do your restoration, that God, you would do your work within us and through us until the day of Christ Jesus. And so today we're here, arms open wide, and we say, your way within us. Holy Spirit, guide us, lead us. God, give us a propensity to not give up, but to fight down this narrow road and just say, God, no matter how hard it gets, God, we are following your voice in Jesus' name. And everybody says with a loud declaration, amen and amen.
never stop working. You never stop. You never stop. Let's it again, yeah. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Yes, God. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop.
that you're working never stop you never stop working you never stop you never stop February, my first experience with Echo was in this room, and I believed in my heart that God was starting something new. Right now, I feel in my heart that God is starting something new. It's going to look different. It's going to feel different, but God is still going to move, and we are going to see lives changed because of it. So when you keep this heart, I want you to think about a few things. One, would you pray for Andy and Christy and the leadership and the decisions that are being made right now? Would you pray for doors to open? Would you pray for opportunities to be the church that we know God's called us to be? Would you also think about and prayerfully consider what you can do financially to do this, to help to help Echo not only find a place for now, but to find a place forever. Help us find this Echo permanence. So as we say regularly, if you have the means and you are willing to, would you give? Would you give and be generous and see God move? And if you don't and you have a need, don't be hesitant. Don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to reach out. Now, listening to Andy, I was thinking about this movie that my family and I watched last night. It's called Greater. It's about this football player. Not going to lie, made me cry a few times or at least like well up a little bit. But it was about this kid who decided that the path that God had for him was more important than the pressure from the people around him. And I just, I'm watching this kid, he's kind of in moments awkward and in moments kind of, but he has decided that what God wants and what God desires is more important than anything else. And he follows it wholeheartedly. And I just feel super encouraged today that we have the opportunity to be that to walk in that path, to be on that path, to walk through that gate and see God move. Listen to his voice. Echo, you are awesome. And we are so appreciative of you. Be kind and have an amazing week.